0: Welcome in to the Sports Ethos Chicago Bears podcast, part of the Sports Ethos Network. I'm your host, Eddie Hokanson, and Bears fans, it's a glorious day. It has happened. The Chicago Bears have traded the number one overall pick for an absolute haul from the Carolina Panthers. The Panthers get the number one pick in return return from the Bears, and the Bears receive the number nine overall pick, uh, the second round pick, which is number 61 overall, a first rounder in 2024, a second rounder in 2025, and my friends, Bears fans, the icing on the cake, D.J. Moore, wide receiver, only 25 years old, uh, multiple 1,000-yard receiving seasons, a true number one for Justin Fields, and I could not be more ecstatic about what the Bears got out of this trade. What a momentous day. Uh, I, I I was in shock when it happened. I was uh, f- kind of finishing up my work day. I had some local radio uh, on in the background, and I heard the breaking news sounder come on. And I didn't want to get my hopes up because I've heard that sounder go up before and it's just kind of a tease or, you know, a joke or it's just, you know, it's breaking news, but it's not crazy breaking news. But we knew that this could be coming soon. Ryan Poles had alluded to this coming soon. And yep, they came over the airwaves that the Chicago Bears had traded the number one overall pick. And they were going down the list of the assets they got in return. And when I heard DJ Moore at the end, my jaw absolutely dropped. I was in shock. I did not see that coming. Uh, we We had heard that Ryan Poles would like to get a veteran in return. Uh, a lot of speculation if it was with Carolina that it would be uh, Brian Burns, but that did not happen. It wound up being DJ Moore. And man, I think that is just such an awesome return for the Chicago Bears. They finally got their guy uh, in a in number one wide right receiver for Justin Fields. You could basically look at it as their first free agent move. Uh, to to to, because they they're gonna have to they have to pay DJ more, albeit on a very team friendly contract. Uh, again, he's only twenty five years old. He's on a great contract. He is about to, you know, hit his prime. He's entering his age twenty six season. I think it's going to be his fifth sixth season in the league uh only two years that he didn't get a thousand plus yards his rookie season and then last season when he had quarterbacks like baker mayfield and sam darnold so this is a guy who is hopefully going to be a elevated by better quarterback play and hopefully he can help elevate our quarterback by just being a great number one wide receiver uh you know, keep make, make it getting the field open for some of the other guys. Uh it it slides everyone down. Guys like Darnell Muni and Chase Claypool who aren't true number ones. They can now fall into place into where they should be as number twos or number threes. This opens up the field for Cole Komet and all of a sudden the Bears have uh uh, a pretty decent um, skill position group there on the offensive side of the football, just with just with one, one, one player here, uh, helping to do that. Uh, DJ Moore, he can play inside and outside, uh, you know, the slot or, or outside wide receiver. Uh, he's, he's agile. He does. He plays almost every game. He doesn't get hurt and he is reliable. And that is something the bears desperately needed. You know, there was speculation they might go out and get their wide receiver in the draft, uh, but why wait? Why do that when you have a sure thing in D.J. Moore? Uh, what a trade for Ryan Poles. I uh, I heard that the Carolina Panthers wanted to only give up, uh, wanted to give the 2025 first-round pick, and the Bears would not budge. They wanted D.J. Moore. They said, hey, if you want this pick, if you don't want the Colts to get this, if you don't want the Texans to get to get this, then you better add this wide receiver into this trade. And Carolina took the bait and they took it. And so now they hold that number one pick, but the bears slide down to the number nine and now have a wide receiver one, something they've kind of desperately needed for a couple of years now. And, this what, what a day, what a momentous day. Um, it's such a nice change of pace from different management groups that have kind of been around the bears. You know, if you, you, know, if you remember a guy like Ryan pace, he was, he would trade up for Trubisky and he would trade up to, to, to draft, uh, to draft a wide receiver or, or, um, you know, just give away assets to try to move up and get their guys. But Ryan Poles understands that this is a long-term play Uh, in the NFL. Assets matter. And the more assets you have, the better you have a chance of hitting on those assets and the better chance you have of having sustained success. I think Ryan Poles understands that. I think Ryan Poles is a man with a plan. And I think that he is executing his plan the way that he sees. And I am just I I love to see it. Um whatever whatever whether you whatever you kind of think about this trade, I think that having a guy with a plan in Ryan Poles is 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 just is just a uh, it's it's just really good to see. It's really nice to to see. It's a change of pace from from what we what we've seen in the past. So, uh thank you Ryan Poles for for, you know, kind of going out and getting what you wanted when you said that you knew what you can get out of this first pick, you really meant it and you went out and got it. So from, from me and all bears fans, thank you very much. Uh, thank you. Also lovey Smith, who, knew he was getting fired on the last game of the season and went out there and spitefully won, even though the Texans were trying to tank. And because of that win, uh, the Bears were able to get this number one overall pick and put them in this position. So now the Bears hold, uh, like I said, again, the number nine overall pick after this trade. Uh, pick number 61, pick, tw- pick First round picks in 2024, second round pick in 2025. They also own their own pick, their own, they don't, they own their own third round pick, which I believe is the 64th pick. And then they also still own the, Baltimore Ravens pick, which is fifty-nine. They got like they got like three picks there, uh, r- you know, really close at the end of the second round in the the I think it's technically the first pick in the third round now. So they can do a lot with they can now do a lot with those picks. They can package them if they want to move up, because as we know, you know, between nine and sixty-one, that's a that's a pretty big gap. So maybe they want to kind of package some of those uh, late second rounders, early third round round picks to move up and kind of get a more quality guy in the second round. That remains to be seen. A lot's going to depend on what they kind of do here in free agency. Um, but the main thing is is that the Bears have flexibility and uh it's super super exciting here going into free agency in a couple of days that the bears have have finally done this uh this is probably i don't know maybe the third biggest trade in my bears lifetime the jay cutler trade was was just absolute crazy news the bears thought that their quarterback troubles were were finally over that didn't really wind up being the case um but uh, you know, it was still at, at, at the time on that day. I remember it just being a, a crazy day uh, in bear and for the Bears. And then the morning I woke up, and Khalil Mack was traded to the Bears. Was, was got to be uh, up there in huge trade days for for the Chicago Bears. And now this day, when Ryan Poles traded the number one pick for you know, four picks, four picks, you know, this year and into the future and that wide receiver, the icing on the cake, DJ Moore. Let's kind of go into how this might affect their, their draft strategy at the number nine overall pick. Obviously, I think this is all going to depend on what happens in free agency. My gut feeling is, is that they go after a defensive back here at this point, um, just because I think that they are going to address a lot of the offensive line in free agency. I think that they are also going to address some of the defensive line in free agency, and so when they get there at the number nine pick, um, I think that there will be tackles on the board that they could take surround uh, you know, being the big name that, that people like there and maybe they do take him. Like I said, it just kind of depends on what happens in free agency, but I could totally see them just kind of drafting a, uh, defensive back here, there at the, at the number nine pick. Um, especially right. Like I said, if they, if they wind up, uh, kind of addressing some of those needs in uh, in, on the offensive line and on the defensive line in free agency. Um, if you go and look at kind of some, some new mock drafts, uh, a lot of, you know, the, the bears there, you, you kind of see who's could be on the board still look at, look, if Tyree Wilson is at the, on the board still at number nine, I would, that would be like the dream come true for me. Uh, you go and get a guy like a guy like Tyree Wilson on the edge who personally I think was who the Bears could have drafted even if they stayed at number 4 or, you know, five if they move you know, if they didn't go back as far as nine, I could still see them drafting a guy like Tyree Wilson. Um, I don't know if he'll be there, but when you kind of look at the draft, you would guess that the four quarterbacks will be gone in CJ Stroud, Bryce Young, and Will Anderson, and Anthony Richardson. And then you got Will Le- or and Will Levis. So, yeah, sorry, I'm getting these names mixed up. I, will Anderson is the edge rusher. So you got to guess that CJ Stroud, Bryce Young, Anthony Richardson, Will Levis will be off the board. And then including Will Anderson, and then will Jalen Carter be drafted yet? That kind of remains to be seen. I think that he will. So that leaves what three players until the bears pick. And depending on what teams like uh, Detroit and Seattle and Atlanta want to do there, Tyree Wilson may wind up may wind up being there for the Bears uh, at, at number nine. So that would be that would be my dream. Uh, I don't know if that'll happen, but what this does do for the Bears is kind of open up their flexibility at that number nine overall pick. Uh, you know. You know these these gms have players in tiers right and as you go further down in the draft these tiers get wider and wider you know you call them buckets tiers whatever you want to call it so once you get to them number nine you might be in your two tier two tier three players and if the bears are sitting there number nine and they have you know maybe five guys in this bucket system number a they can just pick the guy they're choosing that best fits uh, their their team and what they've done in free agency or they can turn around and maybe move down even further if they say hey there's five six guys that we all like here and if we move down to the 15th pick one of those guys are still going to be there i could totally see them just kind of trading back and getting and getting and you know, getting some more draft capital capital in return, and then uh, and then drafting one of those other guys that that, that may be there. Um, a running back would be uh, certainly very interesting if they wanted to draft uh, Bijan Robinson. Uh, I know people are really high on that guy. Uh, drafting a running back in the first round isn't exactly what I love them to do. But again, if they address some of these other needs in free agency and they've talked about how they want to just get playmakers around Justin Fields well you get a guy like John Robinson and you got a dynamic running back who can help with the running game kind of helps take some load off of Justin Fields hopefully and just adds another dynamic player for for uh, defenses to have to worry about uh, on the offense, off, offensive side of the football so uh, I wouldn't really want them to take him at 9 but if they were to draft down or if they were to trade down even further, I could totally see them kind of eyeing him as their guy. And then you go and address a lot of those other needs with, again, some of that more, more draft capital, capital you gain from that trade. Um, that, that that's a fun hypothetical. I mean, let's say they stay at nine though. Um, you got to think that you got to think that, uh, Peter Skoromsky is up there, Devon Witherspoon, the cornerback out of Illinois, uh, and I think one of the one of the more fun scenarios could be: Do the Bears sit? stick at nine and still draft Jackson Smith and and, 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 Jig, and Jigma, uh, JSN. I'm just going to call him JSN because I, I cannot say that name. Uh, I think the bears were, are already high on them. I know we all know Justin Fields is high on him. They have a relationship going back to Ohio state and Hey, you know, like I said, they want to load up on playmakers around Justin Fields. Go draft another wide receiver, and then your wide receiver room is JSN. It's DJ Moore. It's Darnell Mooney, and it's Chase Claypool. Uh, Chase Claypool and Darnell Mooney's contracts are up after next year, so maybe you. Uh, you know, you're looking to the future here and you you can have JSN on a pretty, you know, cheap contract, a rookie contract for a few years after, and you can let some of your older, wider, other wide receivers go and not pay them and kind of pay other, uh, position groups of need at, at the time and kind of worry about in the future. That's a really fun scenario. I honestly doubt it happens. Uh, but you know, it's, it's, it's fun to talk about that's, that's for damn sure. I would not be mad if I if I if I saw that happen. Um, there, there's so many possibilities for them to go at, at this number nine spot. Uh, in like I said, they can go offensive tackle, they can go DB, they can you know kind of maybe reach on another edge in, in Miles Murphy. Um, maybe, you know, there, there's a lot they can do with that number nine pick. So it remains to be seen. A lot of it's going to depend on what they do in free agency. Like I said, I think they address a lot of the offensive tackle needs in free agency. Uh, you know, go out and get a Jawan Howard, Mike McGlinchey, whoever it may be. And then, you know, that, that'll kind of, uh, you know, help, shift the uh, narrative on what the bears might do with this number nine overall pick. So it's kind of hard to say right now uh, until free agency begins, but um, man, they're, they're, they're in such an awesome spot. I love that they were able to kind of just trade down and still have the number nine, nine pick or overall this year. And then of course, obviously the next, next year's first from Carolina, that first from Carolina next year, it, I doubt it's going to be uh you know they're not going to be a good team right so there's a good chance that that's another top 5 pick next year right imagine if the bears do make a big leap and then they still have a top 5 pick next year they can make another trade trade down and get some more draft capital and just keep building this team one of my like favorite parts kind of about this trade too is that it sets the bears up in like their worst case scenario uh they're still in good position. So like hear me out for a second. Worst case scenario, they're they're bad again, right? They they win four games or whatever it is. They they have another top four pick. Uh Justin Fields, you know, clearly isn't the guy, whatever it may be. Then you're sitting there armed with you know two five top five, two top ten draft picks and you can use those top two top 10 draft picks to move up in the draft and draft one of those quarterbacks next year cuz you know next year is the big year for quarterbacks so i think that the worst case scenario for the bears is that they still have two you know top 10 picks that they can use to leverage to go get the guy who they identify as as their need. Again, that's worst-case scenario. I don't think that's going to be what happens, but I like to know that it's good to see that, you know, if everything kind of blows up in their face this season, they still that's their back, they have a backup plan, right? That's the backup plan. Uh, so, you know, that that that's what that's one of the things about this trade that I kind of like have been thinking about. Just because you know, as much as exciting as this trade is, it's all about wins and losses, and the Bears still haven't, you know, proved they can they can do that part, the winning part. So uh, it's just kind of in the back of my mind um, that that it, you know, that could be could be a thing. Uh, But that's not something that I want to worry about too much. We should. I would just, you know, like to focus on what that's going to mean for the Bears this year. And again, that is that they have a number one wide receiver for, uh, Justin Fields to go to in DJ Moore. And they still have a top 10 pick that they can play around with in this draft. Uh, it's just super, super exciting. A lot of flexibility for the bears on this. Oh man. What, what a day, what a day, honestly, speechless. I was speechless. It's been a couple days, so I'm not speechless anymore. Um, sitting here talking about it, I'm kind of just kind of thinking back about how I felt. Or I'm trying. I'm trying to like just think about the emotions I was feeling when I heard this trade, right? And I was, it just blew. It blew my mind. Uh, you know, mostly just because the Bears have, you know, needed a guy like DJ Moore, and it wasn't. It didn't seem like it was going to happen this year because of the wide you know the free agency class um was you know pretty slim at wide receiver i didn't want the bears to overpay at the wide receiver position and this kind of addressed both they didn't know they don't have to overpay dj Moore because he's on a very team friendly contract and he is young and so he fits the fits the timeline of of the chicago bears super super exciting again now now's game time right uh now it's time that that Justin Fields needs to show that he's that dude. There's no more excuses. There's no more he oh he needs help in the wide receiver room he needs help here he needs help no there's no more excuses they're going to go out and they're going to help fix that offensive line and he's got to uh show us that he is that dude i think he's that dude i think he's had moments of showing that he is that dude but you know there's there's not going to be any more excuses anymore uh and and that's a good thing that's a good thing we we don't we don't want excuses we don't want to be in a position where oh we have a good quarterback but we need this and that and you know how is he supposed to do this without this guy and without an offensive line no no that's that's no more so you know here here you go justin Fields you you know here now's your time to shine you got your guy (laughs) so he's got to be ecstatic right he's got to be out there you know pumping his fist uh wherever you may be i don't i'm sure we'll hear from um you know, maybe in the next week or so, uh, at the start of free agency. Uh, but he's got to be through the moon happy that, that he finally kind of has somebody who he, he can rely on in the wide receiver position. So, uh, yeah, man, just, I can't, I'm, I'm super excited. Um, this next week is going to be very, very interesting as free agency opens up. Like I said, it what happens in this next few weeks are probably going to, obviously going to determine what the Bears do in the draft. It may determine if they decide to trade down again. Um, so I am looking forward to it. So, oh man. So, yep, well, I'll get back to... Um, I'll probably record another episode next week after the first week of free agency, the first wickers kind of, kind of comes and goes and if the Bears make some any big news, of course, um, I'll, I'll be talking about it here, so uh, until then, go follow me on Twitter at Hokinson. that's E-D-H-O-K-I-N-S-O-N go follow the podcast at Ethos Bears and go follow everyone at the Ethos Network if you're into, you know, whether it's fantasy football or fantasy basketball, fantasy baseball pods, uh, your favorite sports NBA, NFL, your favorite teams and all those sports uh, go, go, go follow those guys on Twitter because uh, it's fun and exciting news and it's a fun and exciting time to be part of this so um, yeah we'll see you next week. Go Bears!